again, it goes back to art. Welcome to Arnie Geddon. I'm Cam Smith. And I'm Tony G. And we're here this week with something a little different. We are going to rank the Arnold Schwarzenegger film posters. That's a challenging task given that we recognize this is a podcast and not a YouTube channel or anything like that. Right. So, you know, we are only doing the main theatrical posters. You know the ones, the ones on the cover of the DVDs, the Blu-rays, the IMDb page. But if you're a little confused, head over to arniegeddon.com and I'll have a YouTube video up with a basically compilation of all the posters we are talking about today. We're also going to give you little bits of description so you know what we're talking about. For the most part, you're going to know. Maybe when we're talking about, say, killing Gunther, you're like, I don't know what that looks like. In which case, head over and watch the video. But I think you're going to know what Terminator 2 or Running Man looks like. Well, you might not, actually, because uh, one some of our listeners, I know some of you out there are not necessarily in North America, so you might not have had the theatrical posters that we had here. That's one of the challenges that, that we had. And what I'll say is there's some really interesting poster variants out there. I kind of wish we were uh, doing the episode on some of those. But uh, whether you think you're familiar with with the posters or not, uh, do check out that YouTube video. Refresh yourself. It'll make things a lot easier and uh, make this podcast, which might be totally misguided. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. That's right. But we're not going to be talking about teaser posters or, you know, those character posters that every movie has 37 of. No, none of those. We're not having the single shot of Arnold from the Terminator Genesis line of posters. We're not going to talk about the Jay Courtney photo. Anything like that. Lucky you. <laughs> so the way this is going to work is Tony and I are going to count down from number 37 to number 1. We are going to give our list as we go. We are not going to talk about the poster until both of us have named it. So for example, say I named Terminator 2 at number 15. I don't talk about it until Tony mentions it at number 12. I hope Terminator 2 isn't your number 15. Uh, that's an example. Full disclosure here, neither Cam nor I know what the other one's list is, so it's a, a bit of a surprise for us. Again, perhaps totally misguided. So yeah. uh, this, in fact, Cam, this episode may end up being so misguided that we are just lost in the wilderness somewhere. <laughs> or it's just very appropriate to the podcast anyway. <laughs> but don't worry, uh, even if you hate this episode, we're going to go back to talking about Schwarzenegger and Schwarzenegger movies uh, next week. That's right. Okay, so we're going to start now, but if it gets a little bit confusing as we're going through, don't worry. We're going to recap at the end, so don't feel like if you lose track of us as we're talking about posters, remembering who had what where, we will recap it at the end when we close off the episode. Phew, we put some worried, worried heads to rest there. That's right. Okay, so let's start at number 37. Tony, what for you was the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger movie poster ever? I don't know if it's the worst Schwarzenegger movie poster ever, but it's the worst Sinbad poster ever. Okay. So I chose Jingle All the Way. Okay, well my number 37 was the first Expendables movie. So what is your number 36? Uh, 36 for me was Sabotage. Okay, my number 36 was Wonders of the Sea 3D. For number 35, I've got Stay Hungry. Okay, interesting. My number 35 is Terminator Genesis. 
Uh, next up, I've got Pumping Iron. Okay, and I have Pumping Iron. So let's talk about Pumping Iron okay, at 34. Okay, finally. So why did you put Pumping Iron at number 34? Are we? By the way, are we tied? Do we both have it at 34? Both of it have it there, yes. What was it about this one? You know, in this poster, it's a black and white Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, posing, hands in the air, and that's really all it is. Yeah, I was a little bit torn on this one because Pumping Iron is obviously so different a uh, movie from... Well, all of the other movies on this list. Yep. It's basically a fitness documentary starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. And the movie does a good job of showing off his physique. I guess they're showing him probably shortly after he won. Yeah. But there's not much going on there. It basically looks more like an ad out of a magazine than, yeah. a, than a movie poster. Well, this movie's funny. It has a great cast of characters. It's really energetic. You don't get any of that from the poster. The poster is just like, well... There's Arnold. And one of the things that I did when I was making my list, I don't know about you, is I also gave some consideration to um, not the quality of the movie. I did my best to uh, take my heart out of this exercise. As did I. Uh, but I did give some consideration to the tagline that they used to, uh, to sell the movie. And this one is, this movie has heart, soul, blood, guts, perspiration, and plenty of muscle. So says Liz Smith of Cosmopolitan. Which, I guess, you know, if you're trying to sell the movie, yeah. sure, but didn't really grab me. No, I I'm with you. I thought this one was pretty weak. Okay, so what is your number 33? Wonders of the Sea 3D. Okay, I already talked about that. That was my number 36. So why did Wonders of the Sea 3D make it that high for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, the poster is basically the porthole of a ship or a submarine, I guess, with... Uh, coral and fish superimposed over top of a picture of a diver staring at a hammerhead shark sure uh <laughs> i mean in the first place there's only so much that you can do with a picture of ocean and ocean creatures mm -hmm. they don't even do that much with it here it's kind of boring cut and paste stuff plus there's no arnold schwarzenegger on it yeah i mean his credits at the top but to me this looks like a real photoshop job and that's something uh, the ones in the lower section of my rankings, I really smacked at. You know, the ones that had bad Photoshop or just kind of weak. This is just like a flat blue background with this porthole that shows amazing imagery inside, but like it doesn't exactly look like a lot of effort went into it. It's fine. The international posters for this one are way better. They're way more vivid and vibrant, and they reflect the movie more. This one's just kind of like, oh crap, we need a poster for America. <laughs> and the, the tagline feels like it was... It was written, you know, on a bus ride to the poster-making factory. A visual feast with an important message. Boy, how do you keep people out of the theater? <laughs> Who doesn't want a visual feast with an important message? Well, speaking of visual feasts with an important yeah. message... Okay, so my number 33 was Expendables 3. What was your 32? Uh, another visual feast with an important message. It was Terminator Genesis. Okay, Yes. Now, this one, yeah, I was similarly uh, negative on it. What was it about it for you, Tony? Well, the big open secret and already getting here, and it's, uh, I've got to see this movie eventually. I've been saving myself for the podcast episode. We'll get to it pretty soon. This poster looks like crap. <laughs> Hot, steaming crap. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like a Terminator franchise movie, which we'll get to later in this episode. It is totally generic you talk about cut and paste jobs uh, i think when you're doing a cut and paste job especially when you use cg fire yeah it's 
pretty bad. And it's like pouring out of Arnold's ear. Yeah, it's not really clear what's going on on this poster. It's uh, clearly trying to show off the cast. They're standing over a city. The entire gray backdrop with nothing to it. It's like they ran out of time and they were like, ah, crap, forget the background. Yeah, let's just get this thing out there. Jay Courtney looks like he was like wandered in from a different movie and just got pasted into this photo. <laughs> like, it's just really, really ugly. There is no one out there who took this poster home to put on their wall. Yeah, no one. And everybody on the poster is just staring in a different direction. (laughs) (laughs) So again, if it's not obvious yet, I think it is pretty important. Even if you are familiar with these posters, uh, we we take it back. Go to arniegen.com and watch this YouTube video uh, if you haven't done so already so you can follow along. Okay, so my number 32 was one you've already talked about. That is Stay Hungry. (laughs) Now, it's minimalist. It's minimalist. So, the the tagline on this one is, if you've got an appetite for life, colon... Stay hungry. <laughs> now, you know, you've got this broken up four quadrant of photos. You've got faces, people kissing, uh, what I assume is Arnold Schwarzenegger lifting weights. You've got what looks like a young man wearing uh, goofy <laughs> goggles. We haven't done Stay Hungry. I actually yeah. haven't seen Stay Hungry. But that doesn't matter because this poster is trying to sell you on a movie called Stay Hungry. Does this movie make you hungry for Stay Hungry? No, it makes me hungry for negative space. <laughs> like, like <laughs> this is clearly a movie poster that was designed by someone who had gone to design school in the 70s. Yeah. It looks like a final project more than a movie poster. Why are all the pictures contained within the letter U? Well, now that you mention it, the the pictures are contained. I don't know if it's the letter U, but it certainly looks like one. So it looks like the movie could be called Stay Hungry, U. <laughs> it also looks like it could be a shield or maybe a tongue. <laughs> Who knows? And and Cam, I don't think you've seen this movie either. I have, have not. Uh, so tell me, is this movie a comedy? I don't know. Is it a drama? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, who knows what yeah, this exactly. movie is. It's open to interpretation. Maybe like the movie itself. We'll find out pretty soon when we cover that one. Okay, so what was your number 31? Number 31, you've already mentioned it, The Expendables. Okay, I put this one way down at number 37 at the very bottom. What made you put this one at least a little higher? Well, first and foremost, I think we have to have an asterisk yeah. on this one because this isn't really an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Right. Uh, that's probably most evidenced by the fact that uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not on the poster. <laughs> he's not on the poster. He's not named yeah. on the poster. I think at the time we discussed this when we did our Expendables episode, he was kind of a, a surprise cameo in the movie. Well, sort of, except they advertised him heavily in the trailers. <laughs> But he would be a surprise if all you had to go on was this movie poster. That's very true. <laughs> so, yeah, like this poster, my problem with it is it's kind of flat, kind of bland, kind of like a light gray, gray font. The actors all in black and white. And like they're just kind of standing there. You can tell they're really badly photoshopped in. Mickey Rourke looks like a cartoon character. You know, Stallone looks fine. Of course, I'm sure he had, like, final say over his version of himself on the poster. But it, a lot of the other people don't look good. It's got that that Photoshop shadow thing where uh, people are standing on a clear background. But there's 
you know, a little bit of shading yeah. penciled in there with the with the pencil tool. It just looks cheap and like half-assed for a movie like The Expendables. This is bringing together all the greatest action heroes of all time, and this is the poster they went with. This is what was supposed to excite people. It's very strange. It is. It looks like they reused the background from Terminator Genesis. <laughs> so my number 31 is also a movie you talked about. And that, my friend, is Sabotage. Yeah, I'm surprised that you put this up as high as you did. because It's just that the other photoshops were really terrible. And this one, it's not as bad a photoshop. It at least looks like the actors could be together in that atmosphere. Yeah, and I hope you like pea soup. Or just urine. <laughs> yeah, it's got that look. It looks like it was filmed through like an L.A. smog haze. Yeah. Um, the tagline, leave no loose ends, is pretty disposable. You can barely recognize Arnold Schwarzenegger it on It does this. not look like him at all. It looks like Mark Harmon. <laughs> yeah, interestingly, <laughs> Expendables notwithstanding, this is uh, a good example, though, of like a late-stage Schwarzenegger where his name is not just emblazoned on the poster in huge letters. It's almost like they're trying to hide him. I mean, his name is, you know, as small as the rest of the cast, but his face is not recognizable, blown up on this poster. And not to give it away, but that's something I think we're going to get to a little bit later in this yeah. podcast, is Arnold's face on <laughs> posters. This one went the alternate route, but it's kind of like, what is it selling? It's selling, like, a group of guys with guns and Olivia uh, Williams. And it obviously didn't sell that movie very well. No, no. It looks generic. Like, you could easily slap this poster on, like, a straight-to-DVD movie. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look particularly impressive. And, I mean, you know, from the writer of Training Day and the director of End of Watch, it's like, so I guess we don't have the director of Training Day, so good luck for anyone hoping for that level of quality. Maybe we can get the director of End of Day. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe the writer of Training Watch. <laughs> Okay, so what was your number 30? 30, it was kind of hard for me to be have it down this low, but I put True Lies. Okay, my number 30 was Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. What was your number 29? Junior. Okay, my number <laughs> my number 29 was True Lies. Oh, okay, well, that's good. This poster stinks. <laughs> like, it kind of does. <laughs> Which is weird for a James Cameron movie. Yeah, it was definitely hard for me to put it down this low because... I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But it's not a very good poster. It's just Arnold's head in front of the logo for his secret agency that no one who hasn't seen this movie would know what that even is. I mean, the tagline, when he said I do, he never said what he did. That's so-so. I, I don't even know what he does, <laughs> judging from this poster. <laughs> he might work for, like, a watch company. I mean, I see the word Omega. I mean, I don't know. Well, he obviously doesn't work for a watch company. There's a grenade... <laughs> superimposed between true and lies and he is holding a pistol i will say the grenade between true and lies is the best part of the poster it's kind of sad but i think i'd agree with that this looks like the kind of poster that you could just replace arnold schwarzenegger's head with like harrison ford's head yeah <laughs> i don't think it would make a difference here's my question for you arnold schwarzenegger's head does that head belong to the body on the poster it doesn't look like it does i don't know and it's got Possibly Arnold's worst haircut I've ever seen on him. It's very true. It's very like kind of 90s tussled model type look. <laughs> what I will say about True Lies is again, we are in the Arnold's big head on a poster era, apparently. Definitely. We are smack dab right in there. Okay, so what was your number 28? My number 28 was Maggie. Okay, my number 28 was Junior. 
<laughs> I feel like we should get in a fight over uh, whether True Lies or Junior is worse. <laughs> I gave True Lies worse just because there's no creativity. Whereas, like, Junior, I mean, it sells what the movie is. Yeah. Nothing is inconceivable. Well, we can see that Arnold is about to conceive. But it doesn't make me want to see this movie. <laughs> it is the classic 90s wacky comedy poster. <laughs> uh, interestingly, though, uh, I think this might be the only one that's got Arnold in glasses. That is an excellent point, actually. There's one that looks like he's being tested for glasses, but there's not another one where he has glasses. <laughs> Although, you know what? There are lots of ones with him with sunglasses. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. But of with course. actual, like, seeing glasses, you know, reading glasses, no. Um, you know, the cast looks very happy. Uh, Emma Thompson looks photoshopped in from another movie. But, uh, you know, DeVito and Schwarzenegger look fun. DeVito looks like he just sold you a used car. He's like the guy from Ruthless People. He's playing <laughs> <Yeah>. that character. <laughs> but it's goofy looking. But it does sell what the movie is trying to be. So, like, that's why I kind of gave it a little more of a pass than, say, True Lies or Terminator 3. Okay. So, what is your number 27? For 27, I put down uh, Eraser. Okay. My number 27 was Maggie. Geez, we're getting kind of close here. I was hoping yeah. we were going to have uh, some... <laughs> Although we haven't heard where Jingle All The Way is for you, so... <laughs> That's right. Um, I think there's going to be a spirited... It's going to be a long way, Tony. debate. <laughs> um, so Maggie, I mean, it's this black and white photo of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Abigail Breslin. Um, it looks like they're in some sort of storm. I mean, clearly Abigail Breslin, she's got... Uh, what looks like some kind of a disease. Of course, in the film, you know, you know she's a zombie. Right. Uh, but I think the thing that puts this poster down as low as it does is Arnold Schwarzenegger looks so puzzled. <laughs> it looks like they're in a storm and he's trying to find their car. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, did you hear something? Yeah. Yeah. And I love the handwritten scrawl on the poster that says, save her. You know, I didn't even notice that until you mentioned that. I thought, but, but it's so I easy thought, to miss, right? I thought maybe we had a, just a, like a low res no. version of the photo or something, or something with a watermark on it. Like the concept of putting that on the on the poster is okay, I guess, but it's not that obvious. It looks just like fancy calligraphy all over their faces and all over the background. Yeah, and it's too bad because Maggie was a movie that obviously had a fairly limited release. Schwarzenegger was trying some different things in this movie than he had before, and I, I wish that they had uh, maybe had a poster that sold it a little bit more. As opposed to one that looks like the poster for Twister 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was your number 26? 26, I had collateral damage. Okay, my number 26 is, you know, you prefaced it just a few minutes ago, <laughs> Jingle All the Way. Now, I, I think it is criminal. <laughs> <laughs> It is absolutely <laughs> untenable that you would put this poster as high as you did on this list. But this poster is selling me what the movie is. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> well, look at, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a kind of a wacky comedy poster. Again, it's very similar to, like, the junior one. It belongs in that era. We've got him and uh, Sinbad. Although Sinbad's looking right at me, like, into my soul. It's very unsettling. Whereas Schwarzenegger is looking at the Turbo Man doll that's just out of reach. Like, there's a little bit of artistry going on. You know, it's a little more ambitious than, like, some of the other goofy comedy movies of that era. 
Two dads, one toy, no prisoners isn't a bad tagline. By the way, how do you know Sinbad's in this movie? Well, his name's not on the poster, but because I recognize him. <laughs> uh, well, I think the, the design of this poster... Not that I'm a big design guy. I, sure. I, uh, I think if I were to design a poster, it would probably be worse than any of these on this list. But just the... The photoshopping and the <laughs> blurring in the crowd portions, it's just egregious. But isn't it just like the faceless mass that they're trying to just conquer and, to find this doll? And then the all-white background yeah. that is then superimposed with Christmas lights over top of everything. <laughs> like, you want to talk about movies that no one took home and put on their wall? Like... Like, this is a horrific poster. It's okay. I mean, it's not high on my list. It's still in the it's bottom, pretty, like, it's it's in the bottom 12. It's not in the bottom 10, and I think that... But a lot of the ones at the bottom are, like, no imagination, or they're just slapped together half-assed photoshops. This one, there's a little more effort. There's some actual, like, attempts to sell the image, as well as kind of the energy they're going for with the movie. I think this is the first item on our list, Cam, that... We wildly disagree on? I was going to say that says something really negative about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll just have to live with that, I guess. <laughs> okay, what was your number 25? Number 25, I had Expendables 3. Okay, so we're going to talk about Expendables 3. Now, yeah, this one is very similar to the Expendables 1, really. There's a little bit of a bluish tinge to it. It's in color. Yeah, it is in color, but again, it's a whole group of actors photoshopped together. What made this one at least a little better for you? Well, one, obviously, Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually on this poster. Yep. And two, I think the design of the poster is a little bit better. They're not just standing in a silly flying goose V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it looks like they're kind of having, like, an outdoor barbecue or something, like, having fun. <laughs> I like how Stallone is, like, lighting a stogie. You know, it's a little bit more playful. The Photoshop shadows have been replaced inexplicably with photoshopped reflections i guess they're having a barbecue at a mirror factory or something doesn't this really just make you question the marketing thought behind the expendables franchise though like it's a really weird marketing strategy to just put out posters of your actors in fairly small like stature on the poster like they take up a very small amount of the poster most of this poster like what? Like 75% of it is just blank space and credits. Well, that's true. But remember, while these movies were being released, there was also uh, an individual teaser poster with, I think, each of these characters being released as well sure. along with it. Yeah, that's true. And I think the main poster here, what it's trying to sell is, we are an ensemble. Here we are. There's lots of us. There's lots of us. Kellen Lutz, you know, Victor Ortiz, they're all there for the party. Yeah, and I think uh, I, you know, I think it was Napoleon who once said, "Sometimes quantity has a quality all on its own," or something along those lines. I'm, well, no, I'm no French historian. You know, back in the old days, Hollywood, their big way to conquer television or to try and defeat television in terms of, you know, they were worried people weren't going to show up at the multiplex or the theaters because of television. I don't think they had multiplexes back then, so it would have just been the theater. But their thing was, they would advertise, this movie has a cast of thousands. That was how they got you, because television couldn't afford that. Come see our movie, it has a cast of thousands. You look at this poster for Expendables, they have a cast of dozens. <laughs> yeah. 998. That's right. Okay, so my number 25 was The Last Stand. What is your number 24? 24, 24 uh, I picked Red Heat. Okay, my number 24 was Hercules in New York. What was your number 23? 23, I picked Batman and Robin. Okay, my number 23, we're going to talk about this one now, is Collateral Damage. 
Now, what? I ranked it a little higher than you did. I had it at 26th. Yeah, so why did you not respond to this one? Well, I think we've already talked a little bit about one. I don't really remember there being much in the way of helicopters in the uh, actual movie. Or napalm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this definitely falls in the giant Arnold Schwarzenegger photoshopped fire category. Yeah. Uh, the tagline is so-so. It's pretty generic. Nothing is more dangerous than a man with nothing to lose. Yeah. How many times has, like, Steven Seagal had straight-to-video movies with that same tagline? Yeah, this definitely looks like a Seagal-type poster. Yeah. Yeah, like, to me, it's at least a little more vibrant and exciting than some of the others. Like, say, like, True Lies. True Lies is just kind of dull-looking. This one, you go, if I haven't seen the movie, I'm like, oh, choppers, explosions. That looks kind of cool. It almost looks like Schwarzenegger is going to be in a, like, Rambo 2-type movie, which is kind of fun. It's not true when you actually see the movie. But, you know, it sells something kind of interesting. The original poster had, like, mostly all text and everything. It said things like, this man has lost everything. Things like that. Like, it was all these kind of, like, printouts and text and all that sort of stuff. That's We use that on in our artwork, actually, for the episode on the blog, so you can see it there. Yeah, and of course, that one got changed. We talked a little bit about our collateral damage episode. Like so many other movies that were being released about this time, it was right after 9-11, and so there was some pretty hasty graphic design going on to get this movie uh, out uh, in theaters. Yeah, and like this one is almost selling a movie that is in no way tied to anything that could be even misconstrued as being 9-11 themed. It's like kind of like a jungle theme, you know, choppers that look almost like from Vietnam or something like that. It certainly doesn't look like a terrorist themed movie. Definitely not. So, I mean, you can kind of see how they were trying to mask it with the marketing there. Okay, so what was your number 22? 22, I had Aftermath. Okay, my number 22 was Running Man. So what was your number 21? 21, again, a little hard, but I did Total Recall. Okay, yeah, yeah. Number 21 for me was Expendables 2. So what was your number 20? 20, surprisingly, Expendables 2. Okay, so let's talk about Expendables 2. Well, there is no tagline on this poster, first of all, just... It has the uh, subtitle, Back for War. But did they really use the subtitle in the movie? I don't recall at all. Yeah. Uh, it's got a very similar vein where it's the the whole group is standing there, all of the actors that are in the movie that they're trying to sell this movie on. Yeah. Uh, with the exception that instead of a plain background this time, uh, they're not having a barbecue. It's Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's happy about it. No. I mean, this one to me sells a little more of what I expect from an Expendables movie, which is all these famous faces in front of an explosion. <laughs> and that's basically what this poster is. There's no subtlety to it. I like how there's like kind of like all this fire going off in the foreground. I think that's kind of cool. Stallone, of course, is very noticeably front and center. <laughs> he is. Uh, although Schwarzenegger looks like he's been photoshopped just over his left shoulder there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, remember me? I was a star once too. Yeah, it's like kind of a sad looking portrait of Schwarzenegger who deserves, I think, a little better shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of pathetic. Well, but, you know, I like kind of the plane in the background. Well, at, and... least, you're, at least you're not Hemsworth. No, that's very true. I, I, I think the front of the plane is actually bigger than Hemsworth's <laughs> head. And that plane is way back there. Chuck Norris got the short end of the straw as well. <laughs> It's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, you could use this poster in uh, optometrist's office, actually. Like... <laughs> I can see Van Damme, Schwarzenegger. Who's that at the back? 
uh, uh, <laughs> Richard Carn. <laughs> you know, it's a real shame that our audience at home can't see you covering one eye with your hand. But they can probably imagine it. <laughs> okay, so my number 20 was End of Days. What was your number 19? 19, I chose Raw Deal. Okay, my number 19 was Killing Gunther. What was your number 18? 18, I had The Last Stand. Okay, so let's talk about The Last Stand. It's, uh, you know, like, I thought it was kind of a good photo. Like, it, it's Schwarzenegger in his sheriff outfit, holding a large revolver, kind of staring off into the distance, his car's in the background. It's very simple, very plain. I kind of like that. Like, I feel like it pulled it off better than, say, like, the True Lies one. Yeah, I, I kind of like the the tagline, not in his town, yeah. not on his watch. Little disposable, but... For me, what sold this poster a little bit more than some that were lower on my list, and we'll talk about them, but like, I really struggled between this one and Raw Deal, actually. Sure. Because uh, they're similar and they're both Schwarzenegger holding a gun. Right. And I, I put this one a little bit higher uh, because this was Schwarzenegger's return. Yeah. And we haven't done the last stand on this podcast yet. It's been a long time since I've seen it, uh, but I think he looks pretty cool in this shot you can tell whatever is going on in the background it is on fire i feel like this poster is selling something cooler than what the movie actually is it might be we but again we haven't done it again but like you know like this sells almost like a much more hard-edged almost like dirty harry style movie uh and also chevrolet motor vehicles <laughs> that too <laughs> uh, it's, it's well it's got a sports car in the back and the size yeah the size of that gun uh, you know, bloodstained pants, that sheriff's badge, pretty prominent. I actually kind of like this poster. It's pretty good. It is pretty cool, actually. Like, I can totally get on board with we've, it. We've kind of transitioned, I think, actually, to a point in the list where the the first maybe five or ten movies that we did were, in my mind, pretty laughable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the posters. and And we're getting to the point now where we're seeing posters, I think, that are... Even if the movies weren't great, uh, or sometimes when they were great, the posters are, you're like, ah, I'd go see that. Yeah, like, I like the Last Stand poster. I don't think it's particularly representative of the movie, but it's it's interesting. Like, I can't say it leaps out. Like, I think the reason I didn't put it higher, because I had it quite a bit further down at 25, but it doesn't, like, leap out at you. Like, if you were walking through a theater, you know, I don't know that necessarily it would grab your attention. But just sitting here looking at it on a monitor or whatever, if you had it on your wall is an at least interesting poster to look at. Um, Plus Schwarzenegger looks huge in this. Definitely. He definitely fills the frame. Okay, so my number 18, and you already mentioned it, Total Recall, which I think people might be surprised to have ranked this low. Yeah, to be honest, when we came up with this episode, I was expecting it to be way higher, but my <laughs> part of it was my recollection of the poster was actually what was on the back yeah. of the... Uh, the VHS tape in the video store, sure. which was when he was... Like uh, jumping, right? Or diving? Is that what it is? That shot? No, it's the scene where he's uh, in... Maybe we had different VHS tapes. The scene where he's in the chair. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's like an iconic shot. This poster, though, I think everyone knows it. It's the blue Schwarzenegger face. He takes up a good half of the frame. You'll, you'll never see a bigger <laughs> shot of Schwarzenegger's head. It's ridiculous yeah. how big his head <laughs> is in this poster. And then just like space and then like the pyramid you know, symbol down near the bottom. And the tagline, get ready for the ride of your life. 
Which could be applied to a lot of different movies. That could have been like the Jurassic Park tagline. It could be the Jurassic Park ride tagline. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, like it's a poster that like when we thought of this episode, I really did think this would rank high. But even when I looked at it, when we were scrolling through to make our list, I'm like, this is a kind of a weak poster. Which arrives at a time in, you know, in 1990 when posters were typically pretty great. They actually put a lot of effort into posters in those days. Whereas like this one, I'm like, eh, I guess. You know, you look at other Verhoeven movies, Starship Troopers, Robocop, those have way better posters. They do. I do really like the font that they use here. Um, yes. And I got to believe that this was the most expensive movie made at the time. Right. And so maybe they... <laughs> one, maybe they had run out of money to market it with, and maybe they didn't need to market it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah, I, uh, all you need is Schwarzenegger, and that's really probably what sold it for the most part anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, so... It's not, it's not like it hurt Total Recall. No, no. Okay, so what was your number 17? 17, I had the villain. Okay, so my number 17, you mentioned earlier, and that is Aftermath. Now, I went a little higher with this one, Tony. It's not, like, a hugely impactful poster, but when I look at it, in the realm of Schwarzenegger giant head photos, this one has some artistry to it. I like the sense, you know, it's a grizzled, older Schwarzenegger. He, he sells, like, the kind of the dramatic weight of this film, I think. I haven't seen the film yet, but it looks dramatic to me. And I like the two planes kind of converging across his head. Like, it's like a guy divided. You know, he's split between two decisions or something like that. Yeah, I had this one uh, down at number 22 on my list. I had it one below Total Recall. Actually, yeah. similar to Raw Deal and Last Stand, uh, I was like, what giant Schwarzenegger head poster is going to get ranked higher? Uh, I put Total Recall one spot higher. Right. But, yeah, I agree with you. I This this poster, for whatever reason, is a lot more interesting than I remember. The tagline is, Vengeance is a journey with no return. But you can almost you almost can't read it. Yeah, which is probably for the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing that really does kind of take away from this poster is some of the compositing at the bottom with, like, clouds or smoke or something are pretty weak. Like, they're not the most uh, well kind of blended together with the photo of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that part's not great. And it's not the best poster, even with the planes. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's more interesting than some of the ones we've seen earlier. But it looks like the planes are are about to, you know, pop a zit on his temple. <laughs> well, on that note, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> what was your number 16? Number 16, I put The Running Man, which I think you've mentioned before. That is correct. What was it on yours again? It was number 22, which is weird for like a classic era Arnold movie. I never expected to rank one of those movies that low, but, like, the Running Man poster really does leave a lot to be desired. Like, this is a crazy, colorful, fun movie. Big-time action. And you look at the poster, and you're kind of like, well, that looks kind of depressing. You know, I, I hear you. And I was I was I, I actually had it ranked way lower in my first draft of this list. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely in the big Arnold Schwarzenegger face category. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in uh, a kind of pixelated black and white picture. And then I, I looked at it a little bit longer. And the longer I looked at it, the more I liked it. Okay. The, the tagline is not just a tagline. It's got that kind of 1980s thing where they actually tell you a little story on the front of it. <laughs> We've got a great example yeah. of that coming yeah. down. <laughs> it is the year 2019. The Running Man is a deadly game no one has ever survived. But... Schwarzenegger 
has yet to play. I love the fact that they used Schwarzenegger. They didn't even use his character name. That's true. And then down at the bottom of the of the poster is uh, a graphic, again, a black and white graphic of a ruined city and a television screen with a game show host on it and a guy on a motorcycle with a chainsaw. That's true. Chasing a, uh, a running man. And the more I looked at this poster, I, it kept creeping up my list. I think it's interesting, though, that when you look at some of the home video releases, they've released them with this same cover, but they've put added color to it because... To me, it's just a black and white, like it kind of just all blends together, like it doesn't pop out in an interesting way to me. Which, like this is, again, such a crazy movie. Why are they selling such a crazy movie in such a, like, <laughs> it looks like it's filled with moral ambiguities. <laughs> which it is not. Well, kind of is. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. At points, maybe. Yeah, if ever there was a movie, though, that called out for like a really crazy colorful poster, it's Running Man. So, like, to me, it's just kind of the contrast between the movie and the poster. I hear you. It definitely wasn't number one on my list. But yeah, it, yeah. But like I say, it moved up as I, as I did my list. Okay. So, my number 16 was one you already referenced, which was Batman and Robin. Now, it is a floating head poster for the most part. But there's something about superhero posters of this era that at least I'm more of a sucker for. I know the movie's not very good. But when I see it, you know, Batman, Mr. Freeze, Robin, you know, Batgirl, Poison Ivy, they look so colorful. They look so like they're just popping out of the out of the poster. Even though like the arrangement, I don't like it anywhere near as much as I like, say, like the Batman Returns one or the, even the Batman Forever posters, I think better. This one, it's okay. Like I ranked it as high as I did just because of that. It's colorful. It looks fun. It looks like a movie I'd want to see. Was it? Maybe not, but I do like the imagery, and I'm just a Batman nerd anyway, so. <laughs> well, this one was down at number 23 on my list. Yeah. And this one actually had the opposite of what I did for The Running Man. It started up fairly high, because a lot of the same things. Like, this is colorful, this is fun, and then after I redrafted and redrafted my list a couple times... I was like, it's not that fun, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like this poster very much. Plus, the absence of a tagline after, sure. after reading all these taglines, it just bugged me. So it made its way down my list. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, it's. I'm not going to go to bat for it as like one of the all-time great posters. But I just think superhero movie posters of this era are so much more interesting than a lot of the superhero movie posters of nowadays. And like this one, at least I look at it and I go... That looks like a movie I would pay to go see. And I did. <laughs> so what was your number 15? Number 15, I had Kindergarten Cop. As did I. Yeah, that's my 15 as well. All right, man. It's good to agree on something once in a while, isn't that's it? That's right. So I guess my question to you is, why does Kindergarten Cop rank higher than like Junior or Jingle All The Way? Well, it almost didn't. I don't think there was any poster on this list that was more polarizing for me because I kind of love this poster and I kind of hate this poster. Sure. I think it does a good job of selling the movie and telling you what the movie's about. Yeah. Uh, the tagline is middling, we'll call it. As an undercover cop, he's in a class by himself. But there's also a second tagline. Go ahead. You tell him you didn't do your homework. <laughs> That's true. A double tagline. Yeah. You know, this movie I, needed two taglines to sell. <laughs> I think Schwarzenegger on this poster does a good job of looking exasperated. Yeah, he definitely looks very emotive. 
I like the idea of like kids pulling him in all these different directions because we've seen Arnold look invincible on all these posters. This is the most vulnerable we've ever really seen him look on a poster up until this point in time in 1990. Although one reason why this poster I think didn't rank even a little bit higher, although it could just as easily have gone lower for me, is that tendency in 80s and 90s movies, if it's a movie with children in it or where children feature prominently, to have your font be backwards E's mm -hmm. and, you know, multicolored letters and stuff like that in a way that no kid actually writes like. And for whatever reason, it's just something that irks me a little bit. Now it looks like a tribute to the band Corn. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I think, though, like, the colorful writing in kindergarten, I think it works well with the word cop. Like, it's a nice dichotomy between the two. Again, like, this just, this poster looks fun. And some of the comedy posters look a little stupid or grating. This one actually looks like a fun movie. Junior looks a little grating. Yeah, oh, it totally does. Yeah, I think Junior much more so. I think this one pulls it off. You know, I don't think it's going to go down in the Hall of Fame of great comedy posters of all time, but I think it's a good poster, and it sells the movie well. Okay, so what was your number 14? Number 14, I had Hercules in New York. Okay, let's talk about Hercules in New York at last. Now, I had this one uh, down at number 24. So so this might be our uh, our widest margin. Maybe Jingle All the Way beat it. Yeah, this is one that, you know, if you don't know this poster, and I don't blame anyone listening who can't remember this poster, it shows Schwarzenegger, you know, on his chariot, pretty large in the frame. At the top it says, it's tremendous. It's stupendous. It's fun. <laughs> and then in the bottom right corner, you see Schwarzenegger and the character of Pretzi, played by Arnold Stang, who was the top build character in the movie. But uh, And there's also another subtitle that says, filmed entirely in New York. There you have it. <laughs> well, don't, don't forget that It's Tremendous has a mere exclamation point. That's true. It's Stupendous has two. And It's Fun not only has three exclamation points, but is colored red instead of black. That is very accurate. Yeah, like, this is a fun poster. Um, to me, I think, though, the problem is it's like, it doesn't really sell what the movie is really about, which is the relationship between these two guys. They're buried down in the bottom right, and you don't even really know what they're doing. It's like, why is Woody Allen dragging onto that guy's shirt? <laughs> well, <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but what I want to say to you is... What movie would you rather go see? Woody Allen hanging onto a guy's shirt or what's going on on this poster, which is a jacked dude in New York driving horses around. I think this poster looks super cool. It is cool, but do you think the tagline, the it's tremendous, it's stupendous, it's fun. The it's fun sounds really sad coming after those two real like fist pumping terms. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little pathetic. You it's know, like, do you remember the movie uh, Mr. Nanny with Hulk Hogan? Yeah. I remember on the front of the VHS, it said, three-star family fun in, <laughs> in like big font, as if that was something to be proud of that had three stars. Uh, it's better than two stars. Fair uh, enough. I'm not going to argue with you and say that it's tremendous, it's stupendous, it's fun is the greatest tagline uh, to ever sell a movie, Yeah, but... Come on, you got to admit that, that that graphic... I'd go see this movie based on that graphic. Yeah, you know, I think that's fair. And you would have been very disappointed when you saw the movie. <laughs> the other thing to kind of consider here uh, is when this movie was released, just what, what its audience was. Like, this thing did not get a very wide release at all. No, no. If any. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do like the Hercules in New York being kind of that Broadway-type font. 
it sells the New York idea. They were very much, I mean, with the thing saying filmed entirely in New York, they were really hammering home to audiences, you are going to see New York. It is tough, too, to really compare Hercules in New York to, say, collateral damage, because Hercules in New York was 1969. Yeah. Right? When, when posters were better anyway. Like a totally different era. Yeah, totally. Okay, so my number 14 was Eraser, which you already talked about, correct? Yeah, that was way down the list at number 27 for me. Yeah, you know, I like this one more than I feel like I should. And it's Schwarzenegger with Vanessa Williams. Uh, the tagline is, he will erase your past to protect your future. Not a bad tagline Not as far bad. as I go. I think what I like about this one is they're kind of in the crosshairs. She has, you know, Vanessa Williams is like in the midst of turning her head. So it gives it that frantic kind of energy. Everything in the background is kind of blurred. You know, I like how the gun that Schwarzenegger has is you can just see it outside of his jacket. He's not actually wielding it the way he is in like the True Lies one or something. It shows kind of a danger to the character, but he's also very, very stoic and looks like he knows what he's doing. I don't know. Like, I've always liked this poster. I feel like more than I should. I'd agree with that. <laughs> I think this poster is pretty boring uh, at best and kind of cluttered at worst. I'll agree with you that the gun kind of sticking out of the, the coat is kind of cool. I don't think the crosshairs is actually that cool. The Capitol building in the background blurred out is kind of unnecessary. And there's not a lot going on. There's just this is just kind of a dull poster. This doesn't make me want to go see Eraser. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it just does something for me. I don't know. It's just like some of them just hit you in a way. Yeah, I don't know. I always like the Eraser one, so I don't know. I'm well, sure I'm sure people at home can sit there and just shake their head over this one. <laughs> okay, so what was your number thirteen? Number thirteen, lucky thirteen. I had the sixth day. Okay, and that was my number 13 as well. Oh, it's good to agree on something once in a while. That's right. I feel like this poster is more iconic than anything to do with the movie. I would definitely agree with you, Cam. Mm -hmm. uh, this poster, probably intentionally so, harkens back to like Total Recall. Mm -hmm. It's got Schwarzenegger uh, with his chin in a metal stirrup of some kind, with his eyes covered up by glowing discs. Uh, the tagline, are you who you think you are? There's no question mark there. Yeah. And the background has kind of generic sci-fi <laughs> blue f computer font and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, it's just the image of him with the uh, the scanner over his face. It's very, like, Total Recall-ish. It's better than the Total Recall poster. This poster out Total Recall's Total Recall. And it sells a movie that I want to see. You know, it is the giant Schwarzenegger head. But you do wonder, like, what is going on there? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And uh, it looks like Schwarzenegger's preparing to uh, do the optometrist test on the Expendables poster. It does look like that. And sorry, Cam, what number did you say you had the sixth day at? Okay, we have it at number, I had it number 13. Uh, okay, I think we've hit our first problem in terms of misguidedness in this podcast, where... Uh, I have it at number 14, and uh, last I checked, we were we were tied for the sixth day. So, uh, so I think so. I think we have misnumbered. One sec. Well, okay. I think the problem here is, Tony. We sat down with a list, a very long list of posters, 
and I think we've gotten jumbled. So I think what we should do here is I think we should just continue on down our list, and I'm sure this will all sort out in the wash. So <laughs> sort of, sort of. <laughs> this is we'll fix it midstream. Yes, <laughs> we hope. Okay, so Tony, <laughs> what was your second number thirteen? <laughs> My other 13, my other lucky 13, it's kind of ironic, isn't it, that, <laughs> that we, we got derailed at number 13? <laughs> it's just fate. I'm actually surprised we made it as far as we did. Normally I uh, can't count past 10 without taking my shoes off. Very true. You know, <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree with you. So what was your other number 13? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Conan the Destroyer. Okay, my other 13 was Twins. <laughs> okay, so what was your number 12? My number 12 was Predator. Okay, my number 12 was The Villain. Now, this is a poster that almost nobody listening to this will know. Yeah, this is the wacky comedy with Kirk Douglas and Schwarzenegger and Anne margaret Mel Tillis, all the greats, Foster Brooks, and the tagline, Tony, the fastest fun in the West. <laughs> what um, a bizarre tagline. <laughs> but you know what? Like, it does sell this movie. I mean... The movie sucks. It sucks bad. <laughs> it's not a good movie. But, like, it is a, you know, wacky, uh, like, Looney Tunes tribute movie. You look at this poster, it's selling exactly what the movie wants to be. <laughs> and, like, it, it's kind of that style you would see on posters, like, um, a little bit different artistry, but similar to things like Animal House or, um, uh, I think, like, maybe Cannonball Run. You know, those types of movies where it's like caricatures of all the actors. And it's just fun looking. It's colorful. It's vibrant. There's artistry on display. And all of the characters on the poster are doing exactly what they did in the movie. That's right. Yeah, it's very photo accurate. <laughs> and even like the title is done all in like rope, like a lasso. It's fun, damn it. It's more fun than the movie. It certainly is. I, I like the colors there too. It's the kind of thing that if you took all the... Uh, cut and paste character heads out that you could you know you can hang that on your wall it's kind of like a ted harrison or something like yeah, that it's nice they should have uh, advertised it more like i think the dvd i have has some other like generic photoshop cover whereas like this is really cool although i did notice uh, at first i thought that arnold schwarzenegger's character the handsome stranger was looking at himself vaingloriously in the mirror oh my god he's not <laughs> wow yeah i mean Folks, this is also quite inappropriate for a poster nowadays. <laughs> but, you know, in 1979 or whatever it was, this sort of stuff flew. And, I mean, this poster definitely embodies all of that craziness. Okay, so, Tony, what was your number 11? Number 11, I had twins. Okay, so we are going to talk about twins. Where was twins on your list again? Twins was my other number 13. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure we get our wires straight It here. will be number 13 in the final tally. <laughs> but yeah, like, what is it about this poster that works? Because, you know, it's not necessarily that different than a lot of other comedy posters of the era, but I ranked it high as well. It's not a particularly good poster in some ways, and it, it's not even... <laughs> As we went over in our Twins episode, it's actually not even that good of a movie. Yeah. But this poster, I remember. And I remembered this poster forever. I think anyone who was alive in the 80s remembers the Twins poster. And just the tagline, only their mother can tell them apart. It's selling the concept. Like, the Schwarzenegger and DeVito are twins, which is absurd. And, like, the image sells it. I like how DeVito's leaning on Schwarzenegger. You know, it kind of creates that wacky comedy vibe without being well, it's obnoxiously not, yeah, wacky. Yeah, it's not as needlessly wacky as Junior? some of the other... 
<laughs> yeah, some of the other posters, maybe. Yeah, no, I like it. It's it's fun. It's simple, which a lot of the others aren't. Like you know, Jingle All the Way, I had higher than you for sure. But like that one's not simple looking. This is very simple. It sells a fun concept, uh, and it's got those tan suits that everyone remembers. Totally, you gotta love the tan suits. Okay, so my number eleven was also one you referenced a little while back, and that's Red Heat. Now, you did not like this poster. I referenced it way back. I referenced it back at number 24. Yeah, why? Why, why do you hate this poster so much? I don't know if I hate it. It looks more like uh, the poster to a, a sitcom where no one's not having any fun, which I guess isn't that bad of a description of Red Heat when you get right down to no. it. No. But... Uh, Jim Belushi is apparently drinking his coffee with a cigarette. Uh, Schwarzenegger, I mean, he's got a pretty good sneer on uh, and a fine-looking pistol. Yep. But I don't know what it is about this poster. It's tough for me to explain. It just rubs me the wrong way. And what I will say, though, is this is definitely the poster on my list that I was thought to myself i'm i'm most likely to reconsider this maybe in a in a future list right but when i was doing this list for whatever reason it just kept kept going down it just doesn't look like a fun movie it doesn't really look like a movie i'd want to go see i don't know i kind of like it it has that mismatched cop thing going you know schwarzenegger's all business whereas like belushi with a cigarette and the coffee is like the slacker like one's business and one's just a slacker moscow's toughest detective chicago's craziest cop there's only one thing worse than making them mad making them partners that's the tagline i like this poster like to me this is way better than it has any right to be in terms of the poster for red heat <laughs> and like schwarzenegger looks pretty great in his russian uniform i don't know i i like it you're making me you're making me feel bad here, Cam. You're making me think maybe I rated this one a little too low. Well, you know what? That's for the listeners to decide. <laughs> you know, I mean, they may be taking me to task for a racer, but maybe they'll forgive me for red heat. I don't know. <laughs> or just condemn me further. I don't know. Okay, so what was your number 10? Number 10 I had Killing Gunther. Okay. And, and I just want to reiterate here that the quality of the movie has nothing to do with the quality of the poster cuz this movie sucks at least it sucks until arnold schwarzenegger gets into it yeah yeah this poster i thought about going a little higher because i love hand-painted posters yeah me and they're a rarity nowadays and i love that this one did it i think the problem with this poster for me and why i ranked it quite a bit lower um down at uh number 19 is that like again i like the you know the paintings of all the actors but it looks like an explosions at a fireworks factory like there, it is really really busy and it's really tough, unless you actually stop and really get in close and look at, you know, all the various things going on in this poster. It kind of just looks like a mess if you stand back. And if you throw this up in a uh, theater lobby and people are just walking by and looking quickly at it, I don't think they'd have a clue what's going on. But what they would notice is that there's a lot of fire and Schwarzenegger's in the middle of it. And those red sunglasses that he has on, on yeah. in this poster, I just think are so cool. Uh... I agree with you. I actually don't know if this poster is hand-painted or not. It looks like maybe it's rotoscoped or Could something be. Yeah. like that. But it has the look of an old painted poster, but yeah. I just think this poster is, in a lot of ways, the best part of this movie. Well, I agree with you there. Because I definitely put it... I mean, I put it at number 19, which isn't that low. Well, I remember when we did our episode on Killing Gunther. That was one of the things that really made me want to see that movie was this poster. Because it, it right. just looked so cool. Yeah, no, I mean... I'll definitely give it, you know, points for effort. It's just that I, I think the the execution's a little messy. 
Especially the whole part just above Schwarzenegger's name where it's like hands holding guns and like there's time bombs and phones. I can't even tell what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If there is a weak part of this poster, I, I will acknowledge it's the the robot hand holding a gun and yeah. other guns sticking out of those guns. Yeah, it's very confusing. I looking. think there's whiskey bottle. Poison, maybe it is. <laughs> it's poison, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. My number 10 is Commando. So what is your number 9? Number nine, I had Last Action Hero. Okay, my number nine is Raw Deal. Raw Deal, which I had all the way down at number 19. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, this movie poster is, I mean, if you are going to show Schwarzenegger the icon, outside of something obvious like a Predator or a Terminator, you know, where it's a really established franchise brand, you slap this image down. This sells Schwarzenegger. How many times? It sells it seven times. That's how many times you can visibly make out his name on the background of this That's poster. That's an excellent point. I didn't give that fair consideration. It literally says Schwarzenegger, 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 Schwarzenegger. And if that's not enough of a tagline for you, it also says the system gave him a raw deal. And the raw deal's in caps. Nobody gives him a raw deal, also still in caps. See, I think that's kind of a weak tagline. I do. <laughs> weak or glorious? I think I think it's a pretty ad hoc tagline. Uh, I will agree with you that having Schwarzenegger, 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 Schwarzenegger on the poster is pretty sweet. The white tank top, the machine gun... To me, this sells the actor of Schwarzenegger so well. See, I don't think so. And that's my problem with this with this poster, is it looks like somebody basically cut a magazine picture of Schwarzenegger out and then glue-sticked it on to uh, some art paper that said Schwarzenegger on it. But you think about the movie. The movie is pretty middle-of-the-road action-type stuff. This poster is like, I better watch it. It says Schwarzenegger a lot. <laughs> That's true. It's glorious excess, which I'm all about. And this is 1980s. This is the era of excess. Well, this one, and I know I said it for Red Heat, but this one and Red Heat were the ones I was most conflicted about. Oh, okay. Uh, Just because, well, one, it hurts me to put 1980s classic Schwarzenegger farther down on my list than than maybe I'd like to. But this movie poster to except for the repetition over and over again of Schwarzenegger uh doesn't really do it for me I think it's a cool poster yeah I think Schwarzenegger looks pretty badass in it yeah but I don't think there's anything particularly compelling about it oh it's compelling that's a movie I want to see I see that I'm like I don't know what raw deal is but I gotta see it <laughs> because Schwarzenegger, 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 Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Again, uh, it's one I, I'm I'm prepared to reevaluate at a future date. Okay, so what was your number eight? I feel like we're gonna have a little bit of a of a debate here. Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. Holy smokes! You went that high. I completely forgot that we hadn't covered this. <laughs> I think this might be our our widest margin here. So why did you put this turd at number eight? <laughs> I think this movie poster looks awesome. Come on! I think it looks super cool, man. Take me down to Photoshop City. (laughs) That's, by the way, I think that is possibly the worst Axl Rose impression I've ever heard. Thank you. Sound more like Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. 
Schwarzenegger's been out of the game for a while, and he's back, and he's doing a Terminator 3 movie. Yeah. Uh, he's hearkening back. He's got the big Schwarzenegger face on the poster. I the can we- see that yeah. slapped right on there. <laughs> the way we've seen in all of his old 80s posters, it's got a, a hunter killer. It's got tons and tons of the T-800 endoskeletons. And at the front, the, the Terminatrix endoskeleton, you know, played not by Christina Loken, played by... Uh, Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I just look at it. And I'm like the blank, kind of black and white Schwarzenegger face, which looks sl- weirdly slimmed down. <laughs> it's like they photoshopped the sides of his face off. <laughs> I like the red in the eye. You know, that's very Terminator. But it's like just this bland black background. There's no like pop to it. It looks like a floating head over like a sea. Like this, the bottom of it is so busy. It's just like this, this sea of Terminators. But like the little like hunter killer is like this little probe. And you're like, what is that? Is that some sort of satellite flying around his head? Oh, come his on. head is like the moon. It's not that bad. I think it's awesome. Oh, well, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree and move it on on this one. But I do not like this poster. Fair enough. If it's any consolation, it's my lowest ranked... Oh, no, sorry, we have Genesis, my yeah. second lowest ranked That's uh, true. Uh, Terminator well, poster. Well, we agree on that. Genesis is worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so my number eight, which you've also covered, is Conan the Destroyer. I have real mixed feelings about this poster, Tony. Now, this poster, I love the artwork. Schwarzenegger looks magnificent. The supporting cast looks magnificent. I like the black box kind of idea that they used with the first one. But let me read you the tagline. (laughs) Please do. Uh, I'll time you on it. Somewhere deep inside the mysterious Phantom City lies the Temple of Jade. Concealed within its ancient chambers is the supreme instrument of life and death. The mystic horn of Dagoth. Only one man, Conan, has the power to recover it. But first, Conan and his band of warriors must battle hostile armies, cross treacherous kingdoms, and challenge the sorcery of an evil queen. It is Conan's greatest challenge, for he cannot capture the horn in time. The world will be plunged into eternal darkness. Deep breath. (laughs) And don't forget, there's also another tagline on this poster. The most powerful legend of all is back in a new adventure. Why not just keep that? Like, get rid of the wall of text. That's why I ranked this one lower. I considered going even lower because of the wall of text. I'm surprised you put this in your top ten. It's, in terms of the actual images, it looks fantastic. I love it. You take away that text, this thing probably goes higher up my list. I agree with you. I mean, I love the images in this one, but the the composition of the images, in my mind, looks a little bit cheesy. It's got that... Well, so so's the movie, to be fair. Yeah, it's got that pre-Photoshop glue stick effect. Sure. Where it looks like, you know, they just chopped out Wilt Chamberlain and slapped him on there. None of the characters on the poster are quite the same size. No, that's true. Uh, and it does have that wall of text. I still love the poster. I think Schwarzenegger's image on this poster, wearing the tooth necklace and that helm that goes yeah. over his eyes, just holding... A giant Atlantean sword by the blade, apparently. Yeah. I think it just looks so cool. Yeah, like, it's a fantastic, like, artistic rendering. Just that wall of text, man, it just sucks. And what I will say, too, and what I've always really liked about Conan is the Conan logo is sweet. It is badass. Is it Schwarzenegger's greatest logo? It might be. We're not doing a ranking the logos episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever. <laughs> but I think I think so. I mean, that sword, that stylized C that's turned into a sword going through yeah. 
the Conan. It's great. It's so cool. Okay, so what is your number seven? Number seven, I've got End of Days. Oh, wow. So I had that way down at number 20. I didn't hate it, though. Like, I actually kind of admire this poster, but what <clears throat> made you, you know, fawn over it so? I was kind of torn by this one. This is one that I drafted this list maybe two or three times, and I could draft it again, and these these numbers would all change, of course. And this one went from fairly low on my list to right to the top to back down a little bit lower. I just, this poster really grabs me. It's a lot different than it is than yeah. the posters that we've already talked about. It's different than I think anything Schwarzenegger has ever done. And it really just gets across that this is a movie that's going to be, uh, it's going to be steeped in occult horror. Right. It definitely has that sort of biblical look to it. Like it looks kind of like a horror movie. It's, you know, Schwarzenegger is almost fading into the image. Like, to me, that's why I kind of ranked it lower ultimately was honestly, like, it looks a little bit muddy. Like, as an image, when you actually sit and really analyze it and look at it, like, I kind of like it. It's kind of beautiful, but it also is kind of bad marketing. Like, if you throw this up, I don't think people can really make out what this is. It's a little confusing looking. It is a little confusing, and I think if you're used to Schwarzenegger being in Schwarzenegger movies around this time, yeah, I'd see this poster and I wouldn't really be clear about what it is I'm getting into. Exactly, yeah. like It is Schwarzenegger versus Satan, and they don't really represent that very well, but they definitely kind of sell the occult or, you know... Something something biblical and almost like apocalyptic about it. So yeah, like well, I, it kind of does its job, but I question how appealing it is. And judging from how the movie did at the box office, I don't think it really <laughs> grabbed up many people. Except for a few select choices. I'm not a huge comic book guy, but one of my favorite comics, if not my favorite comic of all time, except maybe Conan, yeah. is um, Hellblazer, which, oh, okay. the, which they made into that kind of mediocre... Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves. Right. And that's one thing that maybe I'm just a little bit biased. I look at this poster and I think this is a better poster for Constantine than Constantine. Yeah, I think the Constantine one was just like a crappy Photoshop job. So like this one's great, like in comparison. Yeah, so I don't know what it is that draws me to this one, but it's got just kind of this, this occult sinister aesthetic that really draws me in for whatever reason it has gothic atmosphere like i support your oddball you know choice of putting it that high you know i didn't agree with you but i can totally understand why someone would rank that one high unlike maybe some of the other ones we disagreed on <laughs> <laughs> okay so my number seven was escape plan what was your number six interestingly enough i mean, I mean although i guess we're getting to the top 10 here so also escape plan okay it's kind of crazy escape plan ranked this high don't you think? Yeah, we haven't done it yet on the podcast. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but this poster is awesome. I love it. Yeah, just Schwarzenegger and Stallone back to back, separated by a wall in this giant prison. And the tagline right above them, the most secure prison ever built. And then right below them says, no one breaks out alone. I mean, this is great conceptual work here. This is exciting. I want to see this movie. I want to see how these two guys break through the wall separating them, and get out of this prison. Well, even without them in there, I want to see what this prison is like. These, This yeah. kind of uh, Arkham Asylum glass-walled uh, super penitentiary. It looks futuristic. You almost wonder if it's like kind of a sci-fi movie, or you don't quite know. You just know that you've got two icons, their names you know, in bold right at the top, and 
you want to see these two together because yes, you know, they've worked together in the Expendables movies, but we've never had a movie where it is just these two as co-stars in a movie. And the poster is saying they are going to be in it. How do they get together? And how do they do this job together? I want to know how. And vividly, it comes across in the poster. Even though I've already seen the movie, so I already know kind of what to expect, just looking at this poster again makes me want to go see it again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, to watching this one again. It's crazy. Like, this movie didn't do well at the box office. But, I mean, like, when you look at modern movie posters, most of them suck. And the Escape Plan one does not. It's actually interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and I wouldn't have imagined that it had, like, a massive marketing budget compared to, you know, the big studio movies that have really lousy Photoshop posters. No, they just had probably uh, someone who had some good design background, really. Yeah. Okay, so my number six was Predator. Did Predator, you... yeah, which I had down at number 12. Interesting. Now, what made you put this down at number 12? Well, once we get into the top... 12 or so i don't know if i'd call it put it down at number 12 well compared to me at number six i guess deep down i wanted to put this one higher yep but the more i looked at the poster it was like the it was like the opposite of what i was describing earlier the more i looked at the poster uh the more i i thought ah this really shouldn't be in the top 10 Mm. it's got the tagline nothing like it has ever been on earth before it came for the thrill of the hunt it picked the wrong man to hunt which is not a bad tagline. It's amazing. Schwarzenegger, and then down below, soon the hunt will begin. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's I do like the pixelated graphics. Yeah, the night vision, yeah. And or the, the heat vision, I should say. Well, not just the heat vision, but actually the pixelation right. of, the, of the picture itself. Schwarzenegger's got a pretty cool machine gun on it. You know, nice veiny pixelated bicep there. But it gets a little too much with the, I think, with the crosshairs and the predator lettering over top sure and for whatever reason over his right shoulder there's a big blue w i don't <laughs> i don't really know why there's it's just a little too colorful uh for for what it needs to be and that's why it didn't go a little higher for me i like this one i really love the idea of the predator vision i would be very curious to know what an audience walking through a theater you know before this movie opens it opened on june 12th apparently so you know who's walking through the theater you know back in like i don't know february and sees this poster on the wall what they think it's about because it looks cool it looks colorful it definitely has an energy about it and as a proven by my high placement of a racer i like seeing schwarzenegger in crosshairs <laughs> and this is the greatest crosshair schwarzenegger <laughs> poster of all time and like to me i'll agree with that it also kind of falls a little bit with the the look of it almost into video game culture of the time of the 80s like, it almost has, like, a Nintendo... You can imagine this on the cover of a Nintendo box. Which it was, I think. Uh, it may have been. The the Predator Nintendo game, uh, I played extensively as a kid, and yeah. it's, it's really not very good. You spend a lot of time fighting squirrels, I think. <laughs> which is like the Rambo game as well. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I really love this one. It's iconic. This is one I would totally slap on a t-shirt and wear. So I'm a big fan of this one. Okay, so what was your number five? Number five, I love getting in the top five, don't you? Yeah. I had Commando. Okay, now I had that at number 10. So let's talk about Commando. I think part of it is, and maybe again, this is just a little bit of bias, but this was like my favorite Schwarzenegger movie as a kid growing up. We still haven't done it on the podcast, but it's still, I've probably seen this movie dozens of times. And every time I went to the video store, there was Commando. 
staring me in the face. And it's got a certain simplicity to it that is just also so menacing and so badass. Yeah. Uh, Tagline sit at the top. Somewhere, somehow, someone's going to pay. Schwarzenegger there, uh, covered in camouflage, just sneering at the camera, holding uh, the hilt of a big knife, holding a hand grenade, clearly just armed to the teeth. And you know, oh man, someone is going to pay. This guy means business. Yeah. I mean, it is a badass poster. As you said, very simple. But this is like Schwarzenegger grabbing a grenade. He's got his hand on a knife. You know that he means business. Like, this is just a really cool, badass Arnold poster. And, like, there's a ton of posters of just Arnold. And, like, most of them are not that memorable. This one is memorable. Like, this one has stuck around. In a lot of ways, this poster, maybe more than any poster I can think of, uh, Schwarzenegger or otherwise, embodies the action excesses of the 80s. Totally. It also, I think, probably is trying to sell that he's going to out-Rambo Rambo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Rambo is uh, porridge to this guy. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's a a really cool poster. Again, one you would totally want to put on your dorm room wall. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) So, my number five, surprisingly, was Red Sonja. So, what was your number four? Number four, and this may be a little controversial... I had Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Ooh, that is controversial. Okay, my number four was The Terminator. What Ooh. was your number three? I, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little tingly in my <laughs> fingers here. <laughs> I feel like this could go either way. We might, you know, celebrate or break out into a fist fight. Sure. Uh, number three, I had Red Sonja. Okay, let's talk about Red Sonja. My five, your three. This movie would not make our top five of all-time Schwarzenegger movies. I don't know if it would make our bottom five of all-time Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies. But this poster is magnificent. This poster is awesome. You want to paint this on a van and drive around blasting Hammerfall. Yeah, this this movie is awesome. Uh, again, I think we've both probably just got a bias for uh, painted yeah, posters. totally. I, I'm getting that impression. Yeah. Which really makes me wonder why he didn't rate Hercules higher. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has got uh, Bridget Nielsen or the uh, Van Panel airbrushed rendition thereof looking super barbarian hot. And it's got the supporting character of Schwarzenegger, uh, maybe not so supporting, just dwarfing her in the background with a huge sword rippling muscles you you can tell that this guy's gonna lop some heads off it's like they looked at the poster for conan the destroyer with him holding the sword and we're like we need a bigger sword (laughs) like this uh this poster is great even the tagline a woman and a warrior that became a legend (laughs) shouldn't he become legends (laughs) well maybe you know apart they're you know they're not semi-legends yeah 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 They're, they're just kind of you know popular (laughs) <laughs> they became legends together. I don't know. This movie just sells big time epic. The movie is not, but it sells epic. <laughs> yeah, except for maybe Killing Gunther. This might be the movie poster on our list where the movie poster diverges the most from the quality of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, I don't know. I got one coming up that I think... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I know uh, what one that is. But this, this poster, I think in addition to being one of the top Arnold Schwarzenegger posters of all time, this was released at a time in the early 80s, you know, the uh, I like to call it the mage exploitation era. Sure. I guess mid-80s, technically. 
And this might be one of the finest examples of a sword and sorcery fantasy movie poster. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I think it's great. It, it's funny that the movie in no way measures up to it. Well, I can think of maybe one that might be better. Okay, well, let's move on. My number three, this is controversial, I think. Last Action Hero. You had that quite a ways down, did you not? No, I didn't. I had that in my top ten. I had that. Oh, num- okay. I had that number nine. Okay. We know empirically that this movie was a box office disaster. <laughs> and like, I look at this poster of Schwarzenegger swinging through the movie screen. You know, there's all this crazy stuff going on behind him. I see dinosaurs. I see a dude with an axe. You know, like a monster truck. It's fun. Like this poster just sells big time fun. There's like a chopper that he's hanging from. Like, this looks like the most schwarzenegger movie that ever schwarzenegger It's more so than Raw Deal, which was Schwarzenegger, 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 Schwarzenegger. <laughs> this one times is that by two, yeah. visually. Uh, I do really like the the uh, font. He's hanging on a helicopter. Yeah. Torn, uh, torn shirt, biceps rippling. It's very, like, comic book font. Yeah, exactly. And very, very colorful and vibrant. Like, this is a beautiful, beautiful poster. I would totally put this on the wall. I'm surprised that you don't have the same complaint about this poster that you did about Killing Gunther. Because it's got a lot of the same kind of issues, doesn't it? What, robot arms that I can't tell what they are at the bottom? (laughs) I feel like I can make this out, though. Like, you can, just looking at it, everything kind of stands out. I don't know, like, this one to me feels more artfully composed than the Killing Gunther one. Really? Well, what's going on in the bottom left corner of the movie screen? People just staring up in awe at this theater. No, above that. Um... I don't know, but I want to see the movie to find out. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely it, it definitely is a poster that makes me want to go see the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I had it in my top ten as well. Uh, and, and again, I think it's maybe a bias towards painted posters. Yeah, totally. Uh, but this is a totally sweet poster for sure. I'm not going to argue with you on that. But putting it in the top three is, is controversial. I, I, I will agree with you on that. Yes, totally. Okay, so what was your number two? Number two, I had The Terminator. Okay, so let's talk Terminator, because I had that down at number four, so not too far away. It's funny, like, this is a poster I feel like we should almost be dismissing, you know, or at least putting it further down, just because it's not necessarily doing anything innovative, um, and yet there's something about the style of it that is so cool. A lot of the Terminator posters have, you know, plain one-color backdrops. This one's black. But I like how you have the red lasers coming out from the background. I like the red imprint across the glasses that he's wearing. Just simple touches like that make this really, really cool. And not like, just like another stupid action movie coming out that weekend. Yeah, I really wrestled with ranking this uh, above Terminator 2, which I did. Mm -hmm. But there's just something about this poster. It's very, very simple. Except for the wall of text. Sure. Uh, but even the wall of text, it, once you start reading it, unlike Conan the Destroyer, <laughs> is awesome. In the year of darkness, which is capitalized, 2029, the rulers of this planet devise the ultimate plan. They would reshape the future by changing the past. The plan required something that felt no pity, no pain, no fear. Something unstoppable. They created... The Terminator. Terminator. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go see that for sure. Opening night. That actually kind of reminds me of some of the vocals spoken in the teaser trailer for Jaws. Where it's like building up the shark. And like that's what this poster is doing. It's building up the idea of the Terminator. 
when you read that text and you see the font, this really cool metallic Terminator font, and you look at Arnold, you're like, what is this movie? Like, I want to see this. This looks like a badass character who's a villain. Like, he's not the hero. A lot of these posters, you're seeing the hero on the poster where you're like, well, I guess he kills a lot of dudes. Whereas this one, you're like, well, judging from this text, he's the villain. Like, who is he pursuing and why? How do you stop this guy? Yeah, and he looks just so cyberpunk before there even was cyberpunk. Yeah, totally. Or, I guess this is kind of in the William Gibson Neuromancer era, but I can't think of a poster more menacing and retro future than this one is. Yeah, I mean, they go to Tech Noir, that bar in the movie. <laughs> yeah. That poster screams Tech Noir. <laughs> okay, so my number two is Conan the Barbarian. Now, Tony, what? Pray tell is your number one. Oh, I guess you can guess now that we've been through <laughs> 37 or 36. We're going to figure that out soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I think we both got Journey to China. <laughs> uh, my number one is Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. I mean, this is a magnificent poster. We said that Red Sonya demanded to be painted on a van. This demands to be painted on a bigger van. <laughs> yeah. This poster's awesome. It's so great. It's got that classic, like, Frank Frazetta-style art uh, by a guy named Renato, uh, Renato Cesaro. Pardon the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, same guy who did the Army of Darkness poster, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is amazing. But you have Sandal Bergman kneeling in the corner on her her sword wearing, I get you know, the traditional chainmail bikini. Sure. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger behind her. Again, holding an Atlantean sword to the sky. Yeah. And, and you know, bathed in flame. The tagline, thief, warrior, gladiator, king. That is a amazing tagline. Like, you just want to see this movie. This poster screams metal. The only thing, and I didn't realize this when I was writing my rankings, that I would take away from this poster is it doesn't have the amazing Conan logo that Destroyer has. That's true. I only actually just noticed that Yeah, now. I'm not taking any points off for that because the painting itself is so amazing. This looks like every awesome 80s metal band cover you've ever seen. Everyone that makes you want to just like throw up the devil horns and just party the night away. Even just the little touches. And it's one thing that... I really appreciated with some of the movie posters they used to do where they frame the poster within the poster. Yeah, I like that too. And then they have uh, his sword actually extending out of that frame into the negative space. Kind of just showing how powerful the sword is. And how powerful Conan is. And he cannot be contained. Yeah, I want to watch this movie right now, immediately. We also saw, you know, over the course of this journey through this list of posters, a lot of crappy fire posters. And look at the fire in this, how stylish it is and how stylized. It's like impressionistic. It's not like the the crappy like Terminator Genesis, you know, blobs of CG fire. Yeah, and the stuff that you can't make out, it doesn't really matter that much. No. You know, what kind of birds are those in the background? Like, Don't know. It's who, just, it's also ca- evocative. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's just like fantasy, like dark fantasy represented in a far simpler image than even some of the other fantastic fantasy ones we saw mm-hmm. elsewhere, like Red Sonja. No, it's top-notch for me, too. Although I will say, it, it, it Red Sonja does come pretty close to this one, but I think yep. this one edges it out just just by a nose. I think it's maybe the darker tone of it I like more. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Okay, so that was your number one. 
My number one. You went the safe route, didn't I you? I did. My number one is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And I actually sat down with zero intention of making this my number one. But I can't deny the power of this image. I just see Schwarzenegger on that motorbike with a shotgun and just the line, it's nothing personal, which is so cold and mechanical. It's just really kind of sells the danger of these characters like they don't care about you they will just kill you for no reason like they are just programmed to do so it ain't personal and you look at this poster you don't know what side of the the line short this schwarzenegger stands on you would know if you watched the trailer of course but just from this poster you don't know he looks fearsome you i love the subtle subtle red glimmer in the glasses not as prominent as the uh, first Terminator one, or my God, the Terminator Three one. You you know bowed down to, <laughs> but it's all here. This is the total package. This is the Terminator I know and love, represented in a beautiful photograph. To me, like I love the paintings of those Conan posters, or even something you know like the villain posters. A ton of fun just to look at. But there's something about this Terminator 2 one, it just burns into your retinas, and once you see it, you never forget it. It's hard to think of a more iconic poster than this one, for sure. I had it number four on my list. I, yeah. I, I was suspicious. I thought you were going to go number one on it, but... Before we actually ranked them, I was thinking it may wind up at like number seven or eight or something like that. But I just, I kept coming back to it. Yeah, it, it's an awesome poster. And I think it would be a lot of people's number one. It's one of the number one movie posters of, of all time. It's just a shame for me that there's three that are slightly better in the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, filmography. But it is it is great. It does just, like you said, really capture the Terminator. That little red glow with everything else being kind of muted blue tones yeah. on that bike. Uh, it, it's a sweet poster for sure. It is incredible. So now that we've made it through all that... Uh, we're not going to just read out a list of 38 movies in a row twice because there's two of us, but what I think it would be a good way to wrap this episode up is if we each went through our uh, top 10 quickly and and maybe through our bottom five as well. Okay, so Tony, why don't you start? What were your bottom five? My bottom five were Wonders of the Sea 3D, Pumping Iron, Stay Hungry, Sabotage, and Jingle All the Way in order of least worst to absolutely intolerable okay so my bottom five counting down to the very worst expendables 3 pumping iron terminator genesis wonders of the c3d and in last place expendables 1 so let's go to the top 10 tony what was your top 10 from worst to number one it was killing gunther last action hero terminator 3 rise of the machines end of days escape plan commando Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Red Sonja, Terminator, and Conan the Barbarian. Okay, for me, I had at number 10, Commando. At number 9, Raw Deal. Number 8, Conan the Destroyer. Number 7, Escape Plan. Number 6, Predator. Number 5, Red Sonja. Number 4, The Terminator. Number 3, Last Action Hero. Number 2, Conan the Barbarian. And number 1, Terminator 2, baby. I'm, I'm sure if I were to go through this list again tomorrow, it would all be totally different. But for today, those are my bottom 5. Those are my top ten. It's great to hear for all the people who listened to this for the last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think that wraps up ranking the posters. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, we had this episode pegged at about 30 minutes when we started recording. Yeah. Uh, wow. We thought this was going to be a one and done, a nice easy one for our fans out there. Misguided was the key word. <laughs> Mis- misguided all the way up the mountain. Okay, so Tony, <laughs> what are we doing next time? Well, fortuitously, given how high it ranked on both of our lists and... Going a little bit into what we were talking about in our recent Stallone episode, we're going to go to the Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle escape plan. Watch those guys break out of prison. Okay, so you can of course reach us at arnigenpod at gmail.com or tweet us at arnigenpod. If you would like to submit your own list of the poster rankings or disagree with ours, again, send it to arnigenpod at gmail.com. We'd love to read it on the air. And of course, leave reviews for us on all your podcast catching software. Helps us out a great deal. Again, well, very de- much appreciated. That, that depends what those reviews are. We're not going to tell you what to do, but uh, somewhere between, you know, 0 and 10 would be great. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Tony, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me, Tony G, Tony like the name, G like the letter, at arnigen.com. I'm at Cam V as in villain poster, better than the movie, Smith. And of course, you can check us out direct from the source uh, Uh You've probably already been there if you've listened to this episode to watch that YouTube video of the poster compilation. If you haven't, go check it out after the fact. Of course. Okay, so we'll be back with Escape Plan. Escape Plan.